Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit Simplecast.com. Hey guys, welcome back to The Wedding Dish. We have with us today a super exciting guest, and we will be chatting with her about her actual wedding day and wedding business. So um, The Wedding Dish, we are a podcast where we chat with real married or engaged couples, um, wedding pros, and we read listeners' stories. We're still taking music stories, by the way. Um, and you'll hear all kinds of tips, tidbits, and all things wedding. Um, and that's Sarah Alipin, owner of District Bliss and co-owner of Photos from the Hardy. And that is Steph Norton, entrepreneur and producer of The Wedding Dish. We're coming at you from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan over full service radio. So let's dish. We have today Sasha Willis, who is the CEO and artist behind Creations by Sasha. Hello. Hi. Thank you so much for being on The Wedding Dish. How are you today? I'm doing good. I'm really excited. Oh, good. This is my first podcast. Yay. Oh, we're so happy to have you here. Yeah, we're super excited. And we have our little... um, Frenchy friend, Clouseau, the inspector. <laughs> um, he actually had a little bit of an injury this weekend Aww. because, of course, only things can go wrong when my husband or I are out of town. Like, <laughs> it can't be when both of us are home. And um, I realized he was like bleeding and he had knocked off one of his toenails. Aww. So I had to go to the neighbor's houses at like 10 o'clock at night. And was like knocking on doors because he's super strong. I couldn't get his cone on by myself and he was like bleeding. Mm. Oh God, because you know, nails on animals, not good. So um, it was, I was kind of the terrifying neighbor that rings your doorbell (laughs) really late at night with like a bleeding animal in their arms. Well, I hope he's he's doing better. Yeah, he's on the med. He's on the med. He's a cutie. (laughs) Thanks. He will sit in your lap if you let him. (laughs) We're so glad that he could be back in the co-hosting chair and join us today. It's a critical part of our team here at the Wedding Dish. So let's get into the questions. Um, So Sasha, you are a stationary creator. Yes. And you have your own company called Creations by Sasha. Yes. So um, everybody, this is Sasha Willis. And she's the artist and CEO of Creations by Sasha. Just want to put that out there again. Um, So, Sasha, tell me, how long have you been in business? So, my business started in 2010, but it was completely different than what it is now. I started off weirdly doing scrapbooking because I liked it at the time. And I realized, you know, nowadays people don't print out pictures. Like, we just take them on our phones and then they live on our computer. Yeah. And they're not organized. Yeah, either. we don't have photo albums anymore. And so I got into scrapbooking and that was originally what my business was. And I had like one or two people. Um, but that was huge then. It was yeah, back it was in 2010. It was a big thing. I was at Michael's all the oh, time. Okay, yeah. Yep. So um, but it started as that. And then I started doing like box sets of cards, like Christmas cards and things oh, like cool. that. And that transitioned into me doing um 
stationary for like my own parties. I used to throw these really elaborate Halloween parties. And I'm talking, I would decorate floor to ceiling, completely transform my house. <laughs> it would not look like what it looked like. It, if one year it was a haunted forest, I had like trees on the wall. Oh my one year it was a circus. I literally like draped tenting in my house. Wow. So I, I really love parties. So I wow. started doing stationery and like signage and things like that for my parties. And that kind of turned into me doing just stationery and event styling, which is what my business then turned into. And then when I got pregnant... I stopped the event styling piece of it and then just kind of focused on stationery. So it's, it's been a little bit of a journey with my business. That's really interesting. I mean, how it just kind of evolved. Yeah. Like, yeah. From <laughs> just doing scrapbooking and then, you know, turning it into something where you're designing wedding invitations or all invitations. Yeah. Originally, I didn't want to do weddings at all. I, interesting. Yeah. Because, I mean, unfortunately, you know, brides... They get the Bridezilla moniker for a reason. And I just decided I didn't want to, I didn't want to be with, working with people who were stressed like that. <laughs> so yeah, I, sure. I only did social events mainly. And then um, coincidentally, one of my friends who's a wedding planner, she called me desperately needing escort cards. And I was like, oh, I can do this. And that kind of transitioned me slowly into doing wedding stationery. So, so <clears throat> what's the best part of having your own business? Like, I mean, you just said a one, one really good part is like you can say no to a whole group of people. Well, I do like that, but I, I get to do whatever I want. So when I got pregnant, like I said, and I wasn't doing event styling anymore, I, I got to figure out what my business meant at that point. And mm-hmm. that's when I launched the product shop of my business. So I had the mugs and the tote bags and notepads. So cute. Thank you. I, I love coffee and I love wine and I have a little bit of an attitude. So all of that is like reflected <laughs> in my products that I make. <laughs> where, where would people go to see your coffee mugs? I love your coffee. So they're mugs, on my they're way. on my website. Okay, it's creations, uh, creations by, by Sasha. Sasha. Com. Okay. Yep, and there's a little button that says shop, and everything is right there. Um, but yeah, like if you if you see my tote bags, one of them. I, can I curse? Am I allowed to curse? I can, it says groceries. Yeah, and you sh- can curse. I so. just got that. <laughs> I was like, I don't okay. know. So one of my one of my um my most popular tote bags is groceries and shit is written on it <laughs> my most popular coffee mug is a strong cup of get shit done so uh, that's the kind of stuff that oh, I, I like to that. make groceries and shit that's perfect <laughs> that's the stuff that I make and so I just like the flexibility of being able to just decide what my business means for me um so even right now I pulled back a little bit on designing new products because of my son he'll be two this month oh, um, wow yeah he's he's a handful he's a lot I love him but Terrible What's his name? Things. His name is Stokely. Oh, um, he, he was my late birthday present. So my birthday oh. is actually on the 12th, and he was born seven days later. Happy early birthday. Thank you. Um, but yeah, with him, I had to pull it back some. And so now I'm even thinking like trying to transition my business into more of a lifestyle brand and talking about womanhood and motherhood and what it, all of that means. And so that's the best part of my business. I kind of get to decide what it means for me and how much I want to do it. I have a full-time job as well. So I have that flexibility to be able to do that. I love that. Yeah. Um, that's so cool. What are, what are some of the challenges do you think? I mean, you just said you have a full-time job, right? Um, 
And so that's the biggest challenge. <laughs> I was like, uh, and you have a son, so I shouldn't even ask you this question. And a husband. I do, yeah. And that's, They're worse. <laughs> They're the biggest challenge, right? Yeah, and that, so and what's even more challenging, I think, for me, I mentioned my husband's a police officer, and he works evenings. So my husband and I don't see each other pretty much during oh the week. Oh, my God. Um, when I wake up in the morning, he's asleep. I, I'm at work about 6.30, and wow. so I wake up about... 4:45 in the morning. He's still asleep. Um, he goes to work around two. Uh, gets home, I think, around midnight. I'm not even really sure because by the time he gets home, I'm sleeping. Mm-hmm. And he's only off Sundays and Mondays, so that's when we see each other and we have family time. And so it makes juggling the business hard because I, I get off at four. I work in Virginia. I live in Maryland. It takes an hour, 15 minutes to get home. And so, I, oh my gosh. luckily, I have, my son is amazing. That bedtime is so easy for him. Oh, that's good. Seven o'clock comes around. He's saying night, night. He's ready to go to sleep. Yay. Oh, oh my gosh. Yes, it's amazing. And so, he'll go to bed pretty easily. And that's pretty much when I work on my business. I try not to do it on the weekends because that's me and him time or family time. Um, but that that's the most challenging part is just trying to find time to balance all of it. That's amazing. I, I think I need a sip of wine just because I just heard your day. I'm exhausted. I think I need a nap. I always need a nap. I, I, I love sleep. Um, so what about... What about... Oh, okay. Co-host wanted to say something, I guess. Um, Clues out. Hey. Um, what kind of advice do you have, like, for other entrepreneurs like women in the district that want to maybe start like a side hustle or they're an artist and they don't know how to set up a shop or they don't even know like do I want to do this like shop like what's it going to be like what would you say to somebody so I think I'm actually a little bit unique in the creative business aspect because I actually went to business school and so and a lot of creatives have no idea about running a business and so I think um where did you go to business school? I went to Bowie State University is where I went. Oh, I got wow. My, my okay. undergrad in, awesome. in business management. And then I went to George Mason and got uh, my master's in public administration. Um, but That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I think n- pricing, you just you have to make sure that if you're running a business that you're doing it for a reason. And ultimately, no matter how much we love what we do, the, the ultimate thing about running a business is to make money um, and yeah. to make sure that you're not just doing it as a hobby because then that can bring down some of the value for people who are doing it full time and, you know, making a living off of it. And so I always tell people, make sure you're going into it. You've looked at what your numbers are. You, you know what your pricing is. Make sure you remember you might not be your ideal customer just because you won't pay something, you know, a high dollar amount for something doesn't mean someone else will. So don't feel bad about charging for it. If, if it's worth that and if it's worth your time. That's you know. really good advice. Yeah. yeah. So I, I always think, um, you know, of course, just start if you love it, but really be intentional about it because there's other people who are doing it probably in your industry full time who are trying to make a living. You just want to be purposeful with it. Yeah, because you can accidentally undercut the industry mm-hmm. and it's really a disservice. Yes. Um, I've seen that through photography. And um, I have some friends that are super talented that I had to sit down with them and be like, you are way better than this. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, but I don't want to outprice myself. But that's the thing. Like, you, 
you're not outpricing yourself because that's what you're worth. Exactly. And if you then can take one less wedding a year and make the same amount of money, then that's great. Yeah, because um, I, I see so many women who are just killing themselves. And yeah. and it's like, well, if you raise your prices just a little bit, you would not be as stressed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then you enjoy the business more. <laughs> exactly. Because um, you're getting paid your value. Exactly. That's exactly. so important. I'm so <laughs> glad you mentioned that because that's, that's something that is super close to my heart personally. Yeah, it really, it means a lot to me just because I think so many creatives just don't think about it because they love the craft of it. And there's nothing wrong with loving it and loving what you're doing, whether it's photography or stationary design, but just love it enough to charge what you're worth for it so you can actually make some money. Yeah, I, I love that. We hear that so often. And it's funny because women... Women entrepreneurs, they share that information. It's not like they keep it to themselves. And when someone new comes in the community, they're like, oh, I'm like, you know, she's not charging what she's worth. That's stupid. Like, I'm going to like, you know what I mean? Everyone always shares that. And they'll go to that person and be like, hey, like, you should raise your prices, which is so great. Like, Mm -hmm. that doesn't happen. You know, like, your competitor doesn't come to you and say like, hey, so that's really cool. Um, so with that, I think we are going to take a small break. Um, for those of you who are going to join us after the break, we are talking with Creations by Sasha, a wedding stationary entrepreneur from the DMV area, and we will be back after a rosé break. <laughs> Welcome back to The Wedding Dish. We are chatting with Sasha Willis from Creations by Sasha. Um, And we are going to talk about your personal wedding now. Okay. (laughs) um, Because I think that this is going to be super exciting to hear about. Um, So first of all, how did you meet your husband? I met my husband the summer before my senior year of high school. Um, My best friend is coincidentally also his best friend. Um, They grew up together, whereas uh, he and I just went to high school together. And he had a cookout like two or three weeks before our senior year started. And he was there. And I was like, oh, he's cute. And we went on like one date. And then my 16-year-old self was like, so are you my boyfriend now? And um, yeah, that's that's pretty much how we got together. We went to different high schools. So it was a lot of like weekend movie dates and, you know things like that texting after nine when it was free so cute. So, <laughs> 
because that's how old I am. You had to wait till nine o'clock, you know, before you could call and it was free. Oh so. my gosh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, it was like, don't text me before then, don't call me like nine o'clock at 901. That's when it's free. So. Yeah, we used landlines and there was no texting. <laughs> I don't even think I had texting when I met my husband. We had texting, but it was like 10 cents a text. Oh, so yeah. it was like, no, like we still have to talk on the phone. And we would, we were in high school, it was our senior year of high school. So we would stay on the phone until like three in the Aww. morning, like watching the same thing on TV together. And, you know, it's a typical, like what you think of high school romance. And um, yeah, I met him. I Did like, you ever think you were going to get married to him? Um, I knew probably pretty early on that I wanted to be with him. Aww. We went uh, after our senior year. Um, <laughs> After our senior year, we uh, we went to I went to North Carolina for college for one semester, and he stayed here at home and went to Bowie. Um, and I I came home after one semester, and I was like, nope, I want to I miss my boyfriend. I want to come home. And my roommate at the time was like, that's so dumb. Like, why would you go home for a boy? And I was like, no, I love him. Like, wow. I'm gonna be with him. And I was 19 at the time, like, really young and came home we went to the same college and like we've grown up together he was 17 I was 16 when we met and it's been a little bit of a roller coaster but yeah we, we've definitely pulled through it so we've been together 16 years wow yeah. my sister went to high school and college with her now husband really? so yeah. yeah I get yeah. it it's just like a whole other level that's why I'm wondering that's why I was wondering like <clears throat> back then if you thought like you know, like, I'm going to marry this guy. That's so I think at cool. 19, I was like, oh, I, you know, we should get married now. And my yeah. husband was like, no, we're kids. <laughs> like, we're not doing that. And, and I was like, no, I'm pretty sure we're going to get married. And I, I knew pretty early on that that's what it was. But it, it definitely is a challenge. It was a challenge because you're growing, you know, from being yeah. teenagers, trying to navigate being an adult and finding yourself and doing that in a relationship and like we had we were engaged once um when i turned 24 um and then we broke up for a year and then we got back together and it took us another like four years later to get re-engaged so it was definitely been a journey but it's it's fun it's worth it and it's i mean when you're when you meet so young, you're such a different person and you have to kind of figure out how to be an independent yes. person in addition to being a person in a relationship that's supporting the other person as they grow exactly. and become independent in different ways. So that's um, it's probably probably was really good for you guys that you had a little bit of time. It, well, I say looking back on it, like it sucked when I was going through it, but it was the best thing that happened to our relationship because of that reason. When we broke up, I was like, well, I don't know who I am now at 25 without him. Him. I've been with him since I was 16 so I had to figure out who I was and he had to do the same he we had been living together he moved out and he he lived in DC for a while and found his own way and I always say he had a quarter-life crisis is what I, I talked about <laughs> to because um, and my dad had died like a couple of months earlier and I think that was a catalyst for uh, us getting engaged mm -hmm. and he he felt he had to do certain things and and then it was like, oh, no, I, I don't know if I'm ready for this. And But he grew up as a person. I grew up as a person. And we learned how to be two individual people in a relationship versus just Sasha and Richard together. It was, you know, both of us individually as a couple. So it definitely, looking back on it, it was definitely worth it. That's that's awesome. I'm so <laughs> glad to hear that. And I'm really glad that it worked out. I'm very sorry to hear about your dad. Oh, it's it's okay. <laughs> it's it has been a few years, but still. Yes, uh, he, it'll be uh, nine years this year. So oh, yeah, that's I'm tough. Sorry yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm really sorry. 
Um, so for your wedding, back to happier things, I guess. <laughs> um, is there anything you would have changed about the planning process or the wedding itself? Um, not really. I think because I got to plan two weddings. <laughs> um, when we were engaged the first time, we had a venue. Um, and I think, I want to say we had a caterer maybe at the time too. We hadn't sent out invitations yet. Um, but I had started planning it the first time and then we called it off. And so when we got engaged the second time, I was like, okay, the first time it was more, you know, this is our budget. I'm going to try to stay in it. And the second time it was like, nope, this is the only wedding I'm having. So I'm going to get it exactly the way that I wanted to. And so, and th- that's exactly what I did. I, I, everything, I loved everything about our wedding. We, it was so much fun. We got our church wedding, got married at Holy Comforter St. Cyprian, which is off of East Capitol Street in D.C., um, St. Francis Hall was where our reception was, and it was just a party. We got we got married on a Friday night. Oh, fun! And I wanted it to be a party because we had been together, I think, thirteen years at the time. And it <laughs> yeah. was like, if this is what we're doing, it's taking me this long to get married. We're celebrating, we're having fun, <laughs> and so we it was it was probably the best night of my life Aww. outside of my son being born. It was that's awesome. So nice. yeah. Oh, that's love so that. great! I love it. Yeah. That's so fun. How did you choose your wedding vendors? Um, so I, being in the stationary industry, I know a lot of vendors and I actually had, um, two friends of mine who were planners and I interviewed both of them to do partial planning for me. Um, but I pretty much kind of looked up things on my own. I found my florist online. I met with like two florists. Uh, I think I want to say my planner recommended my caterer and my DJ who was amazing. Um, DJ Reese that he's amazing. Um, but Love it. they, she kind of helped me find the little bit of vendors that I didn't find myself online and everybody that she recommended, um, my planner was El Nicole events and, and they, they did an amazing job at the wedding. And we even had like a little snafu, um, at St. Francis, we were supposed to have like these really pretty string lights, um, across the, the whole venue to make it look like you were in a, a vineyard because our wedding was, um, Merlot and champagne themed because my husband and I like to drink. Um, so, <laughs> so our, Cheers to that. <laughs> so our colors were like wine and, and, and gold, but it was supposed to make it feel like you were in a vineyard, and St. Francis Hall is very rustic. It has like brick, and it already has like lights over the arches, but the lighting didn't work for whatever reason with the venue oh, no. that we had, um, and our our planner was able to work it out so we got our money back and and it didn't stress me out because I and this is what something I always tell my couples too is that nobody knows what your wedding day is supposed to look like only you do and so if something doesn't go the way that you planned it doesn't really matter because nobody's expecting it anyway nobody knew those lights were supposed to be there only I did so it didn't really matter (laughs) that they weren't there you know it was like okay well we made it down the aisle we're getting married and and that was the most important part so but yeah I found most most of my vendors, if not myself, through just like online, I found them through my planner. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's convenient. A lot of people, um, at least in my case, so I hired a planner before we did anything just because I'm a terrible planner. <laughs> um, but in a lot of cases, I'll, I see people that don't hire a planner until like a couple months out when they start to get overwhelmed. So if you know you're that kind of person, it's better to hire the planner in advance so that you don't get to that point. I think a planner is the best investment you can make in your wedding. We planned our wedding in six months. We got engaged wow. in October of 2015 and we're married in May of 2016. 
Um, and so I knew like, okay, we're florists, like caterer, those are the most important things is what we're doing. And then I, I knew I didn't need full planning because of, you know, me being in the industry, but they took all of the stress out, especially because we got married at a church and then our reception was somewhere else. Yeah. So they, we didn't have to stress about what was going on at the reception hall. Everything right. was set up and it was the smoothest day I could ask for. Like even with the lighting not being right, wow. I didn't worry about anything that day. That's Awesome. Uh, is there any other advice that you have to offer as a wedding professional and married human? I always just say that, you know, the most important part about your wedding day is what happens when you walk down the aisle. And if you make it back up that aisle, if you said I do, then the wedding day was a success. That's, yeah. that's the most important part. I mean, everybody wants the party and to have fun, but I think sometimes we forget that it's really about the marriage and not about the wedding. And so I always say, you know, just remember as long as as long as you say I do, if you know they pronounce you, you know, you're married, then you're good. That mm-hmm. you're done. Like everything else is just extra at that point. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. <laughs> that's so cute. Oh my gosh. Well, what was the most important decision you would say you made about your wedding day? I I think um, probably our guest list. My husband's family is humongous. He, um, his great grandmother, who is still alive at the time, um, she she passed away at 103. But she had whoa yeah she had eight kids whoa um, <laughs> and the oldest one is my husband's grandmother and then my mother in law is like one of four. And so, as you know, it just kind of goes from there. And they all live in this area. His pretty much his entire family lives in the D.C. area. Wow. And so trying to figure out where that line was because we paid for it mostly ourselves. Yeah. was a little challenging. My family's tiny. It's me and my mom and I have you know, an aunt and uncle and that's about it. And so that was probably the most... <laughs> <laughs> challenging piece was trying to okay how do we narrow this down when we ended up inviting 150 people wow. 115 c- came wow um, yeah so it wasn't a small wedding per se but trying to figure out okay how how do we make the decision and then we have friends so and our friends are important to us so it's like how do we make the decision of who gets to come and, and pretty much we just said no kids so the only kids that we had at our wedding were our flower girl who was our niece and then um, my two younger cousins who were like uh, ushers. And that was it. Those were the only kids at our wedding. I personally don't think weddings are for kids because there's if you have an open bar, there's lots of drunken foolishness that goes on. Um, but yeah, we limited kind of that way. And we gave his mom a list and said, who needs to come? And then we worked from there. But I think, That's smart. I think we got to like 80 people before it was like my family's turn. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, and it's the same even now, like planning my son's birthday party. Or like holidays. I was just waiting to ask you yeah. that. How do you deal with all those? So uh, like, for example, they have a, a lot of people whose birthdays are in September. So uh-huh. they have one big September birthday party. Do they have to like rent a hall? They don't, but they used to for Christmas. At Christmas, they oh used to get gosh. like a hall to for the whole family to get together. Um, and my son's birthday party, he's turning two. We have... We 80 people are invited oh for a two-year-old's God. birthday. And that was less than his first birthday, which had like 100 people. And really, it's that's mostly like a wedding. Fam- Yeah, and that's just his family is humongous. So we always wow. have to think about, okay, who are we inviting? <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
That's so crazy. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. I love them all though. The the best thing I think about being with my husband for 16 years is that his family because I knew his family when I was a kid, they're my family. Like yeah. my, his mom and I have the best relationship ever. Like I think I was saying earlier, she introduced me to wine. We can I can sit there and talk to her about anything. And even when we were going through our problems and we broke up, they were still like, Nope, you're part of the family. Like you can still come to all the family functions. Like you're you know, you're not going anywhere. We love you. Whatever y'all are going through, it it'll figure it out. But nope, you can still come to everything. So there I you know as big as their family is, we're all so close knit, and so I love that about them. But it does make weddings, <laughs> <laughs> parties, birthday parties, any type of event, a little challenging. It is such a good thing you like planning. <laughs> I would go bananas. We have a big family, but they're all spread out, and they don't come to everything. And I love them all. I wish they came <laughs> to everything, um, but I cannot imagine planning a birth, a first birthday party. You must already just be exhausted. You. You have a newborn. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, I mean, my mother-in-law is also, a, she was a caterer. Like, she, she oh. retired from Capitol Police, and but then she did catering on the side. So, and they love, all of his family loves to cook. And so she did a lot of the cooking for his first birthday. That's and so nice. I am, but I also I had a planner for his first birthday because I rented Smart. furniture. I, you know, his his first birthday was a fishing themed um, thing. My husband <laughs> likes to fish, so he was That's catching horrible. the big one. Is Aww. what it was. Um, but yeah, we had we had like I rented furniture. We had a balloon arch. It was pretty much. I live vicariously through my son. It's like all of the birthdays that I wish I had as a kid, and I'm going to keep doing them until he's like, Mommy, no. Like, this is just too much. What is his second birthday theme? His second birthday is Wheels on the Bus. Oh. Uh, It was one of the first songs that he learned, and he loves it. And so my mom found a cardboard box and like built a whole bus out of it for pictures and I have balloons coming I did the invitations myself of course and so um I just I love celebrations like that I just love being able to and I I love a good theme and I will take a theme way too far (laughs) and I just I love it because people don't really do it anymore and you know I like being able for my friends to just come and be like Sasha you just you did too much and I'm like I know but isn't it amazing (laughs) that is so much fun I can only imagine how amazing your wedding must have been (laughs) I did a lot of things for my wedding. So like I said, it was it was Merlot and champagne. And our cake topper was a wine glass and a beer glass toasting each other. I oh, took a so whole cute. bunch of wine corks and like cut them in half for our escort cards. I had I spray painted wine bottles for our table numbers. Um, but it was fun. And I like like I said, I wouldn't change anything about our wedding. We had so much fun. If you ask my husband, he remembers nothing about it because <laughs> we had an open bar and he enjoyed it. Um, so he had a party, too. Oh, it was definitely a party. I think as soon as the speeches were done and like everybody toasted, it was like, OK, music time. And literally lights came on. OK, it's time for you guys to leave now. That was that was our wedding. <laughs> Like, please, guys, (laughs) it's done. (laughs) It was a lot of fun, though. That's so awesome. If you send us um, photos, we'll post them on Instagram. Yes, I actually have a blog post on my my own website about my wedding, but I'll definitely send you some pictures. Oh, send us the link to that, too, and we'll put that on our Instagram so people can check that out, because it sounds like it was a planning extravaganza. (laughs) It was a lot of fun. That's so awesome. I love it. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for being here, Sasha. This has been 
So much fun. I love hearing all these details. You're such a delight. And Thank you're just, you. she's sitting over there smiling at me <laughs> in this smile that is so big. Aww. It's like warming my heart when I look at her. Uh, I just, you are just the sweetest. Oh, Thank so you nice. so much Thank for you. being here. And she also has a really cute pantsuit on. Oh my Jumpsuits God. are amazing. Yeah. It's like They're a so fall teal target with, oh, okay. Really? Mm-hmm. $3. It's really nice. It's teal and then it has fall colored like flowers on it. It's yeah. nice. It's yes. so you. cute. It fits the day. Yeah, yeah. It's perfect. Thank you. And we dressed alike by accident. So oh, yeah. Did, how weird are we? I like it. Did you, the black t-shirts. It's very comfortable. We did not do this on purpose. And uh, did you get the did you get the joke? I do. No, I get it. Because you know what today's date is. I do know what today's date is. It's a uh, uh, oh, it's Mean Girls. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so it's October third. That was the first day he asked me what date it was. On October third, he asked me what <laughs> what date it was, and I said October third. <laughs> My shirt says whatever. I'm getting cheese fries. And Steph's shirt says, got this. I got this. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Well, thank you all for joining us on The Wedding Dish. Um, We've had a a really, really awesome time together. Yeah. And guys, um, please continue to send us um, your wedding music stories at theweddingdish at Um, gmail.com. Please follow us on Instagram at the, sorry, starting over. Follow us on Instagram at The Wedding Dish Podcast. Like us on Facebook, all that fun stuff. And Um, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on whatever your preferred listening platform is. And Sasha, what is your Instagram handle? So my Instagram is at creations underscore by underscore Sasha because I don't know who has just regular creations by Sasha but I couldn't get it so just make sure you put the underscores in there yeah I noticed and she has super cute pink hair that everyone should go check out on her Instagram it's not pink anymore it's blonde right now that was the first thing I said when I saw her she and I both change our hair color constantly and this has been a bonding thing that we've had going on for quite some time (laughs) over Instagram Well, thanks so much, Sasha Willis Creations by Sasha. Um, Be sure to swing by, check out all her stuff, check out her blog. I'm sure if you need any planning inspiration for anything that life throws at you, you can find it there. And um, again, subscribe, rate, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. Thanks so much to Full Service Radio and The Line in Adams Morgan, The Line Hotel in Adams Morgan. This has been The Wedding Dish, and we are going to finish our cans of rosé. Thanks for listening to this program on Full Service Radio, broadcasting and recording from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. Full Service Radio programming can be accessed live and archived on fullserviceradio.org. Our talk programming is available on most podcast apps like iTunes and Stitcher, and our DJ sets are available on mixcloud.com slash fullserviceradio. Full Service Radio features over 30 weekly shows and over 50 local hosts covering every topic imaginable. If you want to be a guest or get involved, email us at info at fullserviceradio.org. Follow us on Twitter at fullserviceRDO, on Instagram and Facebook at Full Service Radio. Thanks for listening. <laughs>